Hello, I hope you'll accept my military rank and rate, as I don't want to give out my real name. I don't seek anything from confessing this, except letting it fall upon ears to hear, as a witness of God and Jesus Christ. Fleet Marine Forced Hospital Corpsman, Petty Officer 3rd Class, 1st Marine Division, 3rd Battalion, 7th Regiment Alpha Company, The Cutting Edge, URA. I just found your channel today and would like to share my near-death experience with your channel. I hope it contributes and enlightens those who hear it in a way that is true to their hearts in the name of God and Jesus Christ. What I'm going to share with you has never been heard by anyone, not even my own mother. Why am I going to share this with you? Well, I'm not sure myself, to be honest, but something in my heart just says now is the time. What I'm about to tell you is a detailed account of what happened to my soul as it left my body, as my body was severely injured in a deadly ambush by Taliban forces near Sangin, Afghanistan, July 2010. This is an event I have refused to talk about since it happened to anyone because it simply was too dramatic. I can't talk about this without getting extremely emotional, in person, with anyone. I'm even having a rough time typing it here, but I can pace myself typing it, and I'm going to continue with an intent to finish. I guess I'll start from the beginning of what led to this experience. Boot Camp More specifically, Navy Boot Camp I wanted to work in the medical field, and I got excellent grades in school, but I didn't have the money to go to college, nor did I meet any scholarship requirements during my time in high school. The military recruiters came to our high school, promised to pay my way through college, and it was a done deal from there. At the end of 2007, I hopped on a bus to Illinois and spent Christmas in Navy basic training, RDCs, what the Navy calls drill sergeants, yelling my ear off for eight weeks. After that, it was five months in A school, which at the time was right across the street from boot camp for hospital corpsmen. And since I was a FMF corpsman, I had to go train with the Marine Corps near San Diego, California, after my lovely winter training. The Marine Corps does not have their own medics. The Navy provides the Marines their combat medics and that's what a Fleet Marine Force Hospital Corpsman is, Oorah. I am proud to be Doc. I'm proud of my rate, as it is the most decorated rate in all the branches that serve. The Hospital Corpsman has the most Medal of Honors. I was trained to be the guy that jumped on the grenade that comes into the hole. The guy who runs out into machine gun fire to pull his wounded comrade out of the line of fire. The Navy trained me to be proud to be able to do such actions for my squad. A very brainwashed individual, satanic determinism at its best. Indeed, a proud warrior for the Serpent's Nation, which I did not know at the time, wasn't my first rodeo, serving the Serpent's Nation as a soldier. There's not much to say about war. All of them are worthless. It wasn't like Vietnam or World War II. People have to understand. Afghanistan was different. Not to say it was less deadly than other wars, but the way we fought the war was something else entirely. It was basically U.S. soldiers patrolling desert slash swamps in southern Afghanistan, getting blown up by IEDs and getting shot at every day. We had the occasional victory via the Air Force and the A-10s cannon or Predator drone Hellfire missile revenge, but those weren't as often as people think. 
Sometimes more shooting, sometimes less. Sometimes no shooting, but no shooting was the scariest, because it usually meant a RPG or worse, a planned attack, a trap was on the horizon. We didn't like long silences, the eeriness brought death. And even though no Marines died on my watch, I will say I never expected that I would be the one knocking on death's door. Out of everyone in my squad, I was definitely the most cautious one. Don't get me wrong, I was right there in the thick of it with my brothers, but I was no marksman. I was there to save lives, as a man of God. That's what I wanted to do. But I also believe the patriotic empowering lies that were told to us all during those times. I should have realized then, the enemy was domestic, not foreign. It was a hot summer day, July 14, 2010. I'll never forget it. Woke up, lost chest to my buddy, ate breakfast, had a one-minute baby wipe shower, and went on patrol. Had to have been close to 100 degrees by 10 a.m., and we were in the swamps near Sangton, closer to noon doing our patrol. As we were walking through this very muddy area, all of a sudden bullets started whizzing by us, and so we dove to the ground for cover. My firing squad began immediate suppressive fire after accessing the enemy's location, and I was checking to see if anyone was hit by the initial shots as we all retreated to a nearby wall. Everyone reported in as being okay. We were pinned down on this wall, AK-47s, plus a PK machine gun raining fire down on us from a hillside we thought Bravo had cleared the previous day. Long story short, we think the Taliban got lucky and somehow scouted Bravo going through there and clearing the area without alerting them, and thus used that opportunity to launch this surprise attack on us. There was at least five or six of them, in two groups, and we didn't know this at the time. We thought it was just one group of guys. The group that was shooting at us was a decoy. The other group was quickly moving into position to triangulate us sitting ducks on the wall. I told you we retreated to and even worse, they got into position to do just that, without any of us realizing it till it was too late. When I got shot. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I didn't hear anything till after I hit the ground, the deafening ringing sound. The first hit was to my chest. It knocked my wind out, even made me black out for a second. I felt a second bullet enter my left leg. I felt a third strike my left arm. I felt a fourth strike my chest again, this time on the left side. This one made me black out, again for seconds more. I then hit the ground, and I remember the taste of blood filled my mouth, while going in and out of consciousness laying on the ground. I remember, I started having trouble breathing. I remember my guys yelling that I was hit, and I felt being dragged by them, to cover by this tree that was near the wall. The pain at this point was gone, and I was hovering over my own body. Floating in the air, I watched the fight rage on, and as I'm watching them holding pressure on my wounds, applying a tourniquet on my leg, 
calling in air support, and fighting with all their might. This sense of peace overwhelms me. I began to fly into the air, all the way into space. At this point, I realized I didn't care about Earth anymore. I didn't care about dying in the war, or anything. I was just content. I suddenly saw a light. A tunnel portal, something like that opened up with blinding light, but not blinding like the sun where I could not look into it. I could definitely look into it, and as soon as I did, I was taken by it, rapidly. I was now in what looked like a wormhole. There was no sound, even though I expected sound. I could clearly see I was moving so fast that stars were streaking by. The universe was streaking by as I looked out the sides of this tunnel that I was in. I suddenly came to a halt. It was a very strange place. The sky was not blue, but rather split into two things. Not color, but light and darkness. I focused on the darkness, and I saw a pit. A deep dark hole, and I could see what looked like a small glow from fire emanating from it. I could hear faint screams, and as I began to move towards it, out of curiosity to look down it, I suddenly felt a force stop me and heard a voice say, You don't want to go over there. I stopped. I looked down, and suddenly saw I was on the very edge of the most luscious green grass you can imagine, and the grass was fading into yellow, then brown, then it looked scorched as it got closer to that massive hole, or rather trench I should say, that I was heading towards. It was like the Bible says, an abyss, and near it was nothing but darkness, ash and dirt. Contrary to that, towards the light was the most vibrant colors, and I could see the kingdom Jesus spoke of. It was blurred to me though. I could see it was there, but I could not see in detail what was happening inside the kingdom or who was there or anything of that sort. In that moment, I instantly knew I was not allowed into heaven either not at this time. Then the voice came back and said, It's almost time to go back, are you ready? And this time, the voice appeared before me, as a man. It emerged out of nothing, into pure light, and formed a humanoid figure right before my sight. I instantly knew it was Jesus. I proclaimed, Jesus, my Lord, and I had the thought of falling to my knees, and as I thought of that, he instantly replied, Yes, it is I. Stand, in the most witty, yet understanding voice. He then said, I'm going to show you something before you go, and I want you to tell everyone on earth what I show you. I then began flooding him with questions, because this communication that was happening between us wasn't with words from our mouths, but rather words from our minds. He didn't answer any of them. He just said in a very calm, gentle voice, Watch. He then disappeared, and the place I was at suddenly transformed. I realized I was suddenly back here on earth. Not only that, I took a breath. I looked down and saw I was in my body, but I wasn't back in the war. No, I looked around and saw I was on earth, but something was different. I pinched my cheek. I felt pain. Yes, I was indeed alive. I reassured this several times in that moment. There is no doubt in my mind, I had been reborn. I had been resurrected. I knew it in my heart. I then looked to the sky and heard trumpets and other horn instruments. I see the sky crack open 
And it's that same tunnel I traveled in after being shot, emitting light, opening over the entire earth. I then notice I'm surrounded by other people, in unison, and we are all lifted slightly into the air, floating about five feet off the ground together. We cannot control our body movement, and we all start facing the opening in the sky. I begin to see what I think are shooting stars, shoot out of the light tunnel towards Earth. They go to the Earth, then after they hit the Earth, I saw them shoot back straight up, a beam of pure white light straight back into that portal, or tunnel, or whatever that is. I began to notice, those weren't shooting stars. They were angels, literally. And they were coming down on Earth, grabbing people, and taking them up. I watched this for an extended period of time, long enough to think to myself, wait a second, no angel is coming for me. What about me? Am I going to be left behind? And as soon as I thought that, we all turned around in unison, still floating helplessly slightly above the ground, and saw demons eating people down the street my house was on. A horde of demons just running at the people who could not move. The poor victims were floating too. The demons devoured the people's flesh, alive. I suddenly felt a grave terror come over me, as I too was helpless to move away from them. The demons literally looked like the Egyptian gods we see painted on the walls in Egypt. Half man, half predator beast. They were being led by their masters, the fallen angels. And I saw these demonic hordes being led by what our government is calling UAPs, or what people call them, UFOs in the sky. And they were eating people alive. Countless hordes of them. It was horrific. But I also saw angels coming down unto these demons and slaying them with their swords of fire. I noticed that the angels had weapons of technology. I noticed that it wasn't an actual sword they were striking the demons with. No, it was shaped like a stretched out diamond and it protruded from their shiny gauntlets. It was almost transparent, not made of metal for sure, but rather looked more like a hologram from a Star Wars movie. Every angel had two of these weapons, one on each gauntlet, and as they would strike the demons with this diamond-looking weapon, a laser would emit from their armor and incinerate the demons, turn them straight into ash. The angels would strike demons, and the UFOs would move away at incredible speeds, as if they were scared of the angels. I know it was some form of technology, but it was so advanced that it looked like literal magic. I then began to realize, the demon horde is coming closer and closer to my position, and I still can't move, and I'm still floating slightly above the ground, in unison with countless other people. And as the demons get closer to us, I can hear the screams of other people nearby who also can't move, but are being eaten alive. I then heard a very loud voice say, Apophis. It can be heard throughout the entire earth. In that moment, it's like time froze, as a huge earthquake had just begun. The hungry demons coming closer to me stopped. Everything stopped, and we all were forced to face Jesus, who was hovering in the sky above for all to see. And in that moment, not only did this lifetime of all my sins flash before my eyes, but also at least eight other lifetimes I have lived, did too. And all the sins of those lifetimes had been shown to me as well. The most notable one was my life as a Roman praetor, as a serial killer, 
I killed too many Christians. That one hurt the most to see. This is what I meant by, I am constantly a soldier for the nation of the servant. Just different time eras. I felt nothing but immeasurable guilt and unworthiness. I felt unworthy to even be allowed in his presence. I looked up at Jesus. Before I could even react or say anything or even think in that moment, the background around me transformed instantly again, and I was back in the place where I could see heaven and the sky was split with light and darkness. I then heard Jesus say this to me, It's time to go back now. Remember what you saw, for this is what happens to all who die. Tell everyone this truth that has been hidden from you. Death is not to be feared. Death is your evolution. Repent in death. Repent in the face of judgment. Repent to me in the face of total annihilation. I will hear you. Follow me to the kingdom where the immortal sons of God live and have conquered death. I then woke up in the hospital and realized I had been saved. On multiple levels, I found out later that on the helicopter ride to the hospital that my heart had stopped two times and that they were able to resuscitate me two times with the AED. Nothing short of a miracle. I tell this story not to scare anyone or anything like that. I only am saying what I saw while there. This will be the first and last time I confess this story out loud. I don't wish to talk about it again until I have to with Jesus on my own terms as I'm not a perfect person by any means and I will have to answer for my own sins to him one day. I'll see you all in heaven. God bless.